I want your love and I want your revenge. You and, and me can write a bad, bad, bad romance. romance. <laughs> oh, 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 this is 8-Bit, Episode 5, She's Gonna Kill Me, on October 7th, 2012. And now, in this high voice, this episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with, with guest, not ghost, Kaylin Olson, who's not a gamer yet. I hope your soul's still intact. I don't know. I don't see any gingers, so I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that joke had to be done. <laughs> is there anyone we don't pick on on here? <laughs> we pick on everyone. I don't. I see when we're together and in live and in person. Then that whole Pygmalion yes reference actually works. Where you were Higgins and made fun of everyone, and I was uh, oh, what's his face? Um, Pickering. I was going to say Pickering. Professor Layton. Thank you. And then I was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Get owned. Yes, <laughs> Colonel Pickering. Um, where I was supposedly a gentleman to everyone. Not on the internet! No. <laughs> now the roles are kind of, well, not even switched. They're just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not a butt to everybody in real life. Do, am I a butt to everybody in real life? Here? You're too out of it half the time. They're like, right. Computer, computer, computer. Like, what? Computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's computer that has him out of it, right? Actually, my sleep he has schedule. Only eyes for Vera and Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you? Oh no, I think I lived here last year. Actually, I lived over there. Yeah, and David <laughs> lived here, and he was grandpa. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so actually, for all of our listeners, who are you? <laughs> who am I? I my name is Kaylin. I live on Ian's floor. Yep. I am computer illiterate. And she's not a gamer yet, but we're going to work on that today. And who else are you? Okay, you're not going to say it. She's my girlfriend. I make him say it. She's too embarrassed to admit it. Oh. Or else I just like torturing you. Whatever, that's your job. She's got I'm, a leash on you, buddy. He put it on himself. I, yeah, I'm, so, I'm such a tool. He's self-flipping. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, and of course, I am your regular host, Ian Decker. And I'm the other regular host, Ian Buck. And this is Aitred. Shut up, ghost. <laughs> so, welcome to 8-Bit, everybody. The show where we talk about gaming news and gaming stuff and gaming gaming. I like that thing. Gaming, gaming. Yes. Deep, man. Game all the games. All right, so let's get going on our lightning round. Sounds like a good idea to me. Do you want to take the first one? I will take the first one. All right, so we're going to start off with some Halo 4 news. Halo 4 is coming out pretty soon. I think we're about six weeks away from launch. Um... So, forward, uh, Halo 4 Forward Unto Dawn is a live-action web series that comes out weekly until the game's release, and there, each of the episodes is about 15 minutes long, and it deals with these uh, cadets at a, a, you know, academy thing. So it's basically college in military setting with Halo stuff. Yep. And it, I watched the first episode. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. So, yeah, you should all go watch it. Mm-hmm. Actually, you should also read the books, which kind of detail that whole thing a little bit more. Anyway, yeah. so also in preparation for lots and lots of late night gaming, there is now this super beyond healthy Halo promotion going on. Mountain Dew and Doritos have codes to earn double XP in War Games multiplayer. I'm going to get all the Mountain Dew and Doritos at the local grocery store. I'm going to be so healthy. Wait, you don't have an Xbox. Doesn't mean I won't get them. Okay, fine. <laughs> but the promotion's not going to do anything for you. That's what you think. Whatever. I'll pawn them off to all my friends as I roll from class to class. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Oh, that's me. All right. Halo 4 is supposed to be a good jumping in point for those of us, like me, who miss the rest of the series. 
How could you have missed Halo, though? I guess I did. I did, too. So, you know, self-deprecating humor is good. I pseudo-did. I jump in and out and in and out whenever I get the chance. Was that an innuendo? No, but we can make it into one. (laughs) All right, so good news, kind of, but not really is the PlayStation Vita, the Sony Vita, will get a price drop in 2013. It's not going to be as bad as the 3DS's immediate price drop, but still it's not necessarily a good sign for the successfulness of that particular platform either. XCOM, which is not to be confused with XCOM Enemy Unknown, might be going through a gameplay overhaul. Apparently a survey was sent out asking customers if they would prefer the game as a third-person squad-based game instead of a first-person shooter, Uh, but obviously the the setting is still intact. It is possible to jury-rig split-screen on PC for Borderlands, but it sounds like it'd be a bit of work. So, for all of you uber-geeks out there who want everything in geek, uh, to add sci-fi onto video games, onto more sci-fi, onto more video games, go grab this thing called StarCry. It's a mod for the Crisis games that adds a ton of Stargate-themed content, as well as mods to other sci-fi, or as well as nods to other sci-fi franchises. Unfortunately, Stargate Worlds isn't coming out, but oh well, you have this now. And there's a little video on the description if you go and check it out. And I was checking it out, and it looks really cool. You can run around and shoot people with Jaffa staffs or the phasers, though I don't the think Zat guns. the Zat guns, though I don't think you can disintegrate them with three shots like you can in the world. But Well, I'll have to go figure that out. Yes, we will. I definitely want to get that. I know. Well, do you even have Crisis? Yeah, I bought it. I haven't installed it yet. But now that, I, now that I have Sasha, you know, that can all happen. Yes. So speaking of mods, um, if you do not have Skyrim, but you want to play Morrowind and have Morrowind look as beautiful as possible, here is a nice compilation of the best graphics-enhancing mods for the game, and they've apparently made it super easy to install and everything, really user-friendly. So if you just want to play Morrowind um, and make it awesome, go do that. All right, apparently Ubisoft thinks that microtransactions could work in a $60 game. Last person that tried that, or last people, were Portal 2, and apparently they didn't sell a lot. Oh, my favorite game that I'm uber excited for. Well, I guess I can't say it's my favorite yet, but the game Dishonored has gone gold. Also, apparently there's something in there about winning a mask and a signed copy of the game, but still, gold! (laughs) And for everybody who doesn't know what going gold means, that means that they've finished the game, it's all done, ready to be shipped and everything, and... They just need, they're just waiting for launch day, which is on Tuesday! I know! But I have a test on Wednesday, so I'm gonna stay up. It doesn't matter. Um, I think this one does, because it's for my major. And it's like, you know, the highest level Latin that you can actually possibly get into here. Oh boy. Well, have fun with that. Yeah, I'm gonna have several hours of translating to do on Tuesday, which means I'll play it Monday for a little while, into Tuesday after my stupidly long day, Hmm. take a nap. Wake up, go to class, do crap tons of studying and whatnot, and then get going on playing more, maybe when the weekend comes. Yeah, my plan is to start playing Dishonored as much as possible this week, because I'm going to be going home for the long weekend since we have fall break. And I'm betting that Vera, my laptop, will be able to handle XCOM a lot better than Dishonored. So, yeah. So, I can review Dishonored then, if you want to <laughs> review XCOM Fair next enough. weekend. Alrighty. <laughs> it's decided. All right, this one is kind of creepy. There is the Crimes Against Nature mod for Skyrim, which mashes up animal bodies, heads, and stuff to create some pretty weird stuff. Um, originally, they were just trying to create a uh, a race similar to the Khajiit, except that they're just uh, dogs instead of cats. And so the creator was going for that. But then he decided to go and create a few other weird things. So we've got a like a bobblehead cat inside a person's body. We've got one that looks like a nor. It, it's just like a dog uh, who's looked like like a person, like a Khajiit, you know, would be. But if he's a dog, and then we've got a chair stool thing on a person's body. My Little Pony, and God, what is that? <laughs> 
What are you guys looking at? Look at like click a, on the link. Like I'm looking. I'm looking. Pterodactyl. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, okay. Bobblehead cat thing. Weird bobblehead cat thing. Dog. Woof. More bobblehead cat chair and My Little Pony and what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like if you scroll down to the next image you, it, as well. It's like you can tell that they kind of took the textures oh. from a person's body and put it onto a horse. That's what that is. Pterodactyl man horse with a hello pony rider. It's, so this thing know. walks into a bar, and the bartender asks, "Why the long?" <laughs> oh god! Ah, this, oh, this is like the creepiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> of course, it, it. For those of you who can't see it, it's not only the person man horse thing, uh, with long hair and the pterodactyl big bird nose, <laughs> big bird man thing, but the, it has the My Little Pony mod person riding on top of it. So it's a pony person thing riding on top of a horse man thing. Yeah. With the caption of Nyar! And everybody's going to go and click on the link to, to go and see it, of course. Do uh, it, do it. Yep. You should, you'll be scared crapless. <laughs> well, actually, no, you won't be scared crapless. Make sure that you use the bathroom before you go and do it. Okay. <laughs> Good point, thank you. Oh, this one's me. Yep. Alright, this one applies to me. Alright, women make up 60% of mobile gamers, and women are more likely to play games that are social-centric than men. Weird. So does Pocket God apply to that? <laughs> I think that one's more asocial. Yeah. <laughs> that one was, that was like OCD central. <laughs> or sorry, not OCD. CDO. There, there, there you go. They're in the right alphabetical order now. She let me play that game, and I was actively trying to prevent my people from dying. It was really hard. Pocket God? Yeah. Yeah, he does think... I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking of a different thing where you try and create everything. No, oh, oh no. no. No, this is just one where you've got like a bunch of little tiny people living on an island and you can come up with lots of creative ways to kill them. Throw them into volcanoes, shark bait, have them eat spiders, hurricanes, laser sharks, piranha. Let's go on and on. Freaking sharks? With freaking lasers? <laughs> yes. And she enjoys killing them and I was trying to save them. It wasn't going very well for me. Never give pocket god to a sociology or anthropology major. We have way too much fun. Oh god. <laughs> oh god, why? <laughs> I think it's Ian's turn. You're a jerk. All right. <laughs> so, Steam opens its software section, so everything is 10% off for the first week, as in good Steam tradition of putting things on ridiculously good sales. Yay! So, it would be really nice if a game street program showed up for a reasonable price. Hint, hinge, nudge, nudge, know what I mean, know what I mean? Now, I'm really surprised that they haven't put anything on there, you know, that nobody's started selling anything through Steam for that, because uh, it would just make sense. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the Justin TV, which is a big free thing, is what they have to compete with. Yeah. And right now, it's it's more like Photoshop sort of things, or... Or game creation. Or game creation, so... Uh, but we'll put something up on the community and say... Hey, look at this thing! Please. Yeah, basically, I just want everything to be integrated through Steam. Like Google. Yeah! Right? Oh, that would be great! My, my world would be complete. So, Planet Side membership gets you bonus resource gain, XP gain, priority login, and in a, more in-game currency each month for $15 a month. Um, of course, Planet Side Two is uh, completely free to play, but you know they're uh, you know. But you have to wait. For, they also have to wait for a beta key, which I have now. Thanks, thanks to you. Yay! I got mine last night, and I couldn't do any homework because <laughs> I downloaded yeah. it. I was too excited to go and do homework, and then I opened it, and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> you shoot guns, right? I mean. Of course. I mean, there's a couple other little game aspects, but I'm, technically speaking, not allowed to talk about anything other than I had no idea what I was doing. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it looks, it, it just looks beautiful. Uh, and you've seen a lot of that through, like, trailers up on YouTube. Oh, I watched so. the uh, the non-gameplay trailer. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not gameplay, but it was still awesome. Mm -hmm. So check out Planet Side 2, as if we haven't been saying that enough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's Kaylin's turn then. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. Right. World of Tanks. 
has over 40 million users and recently had 500,000 concurrent players in Russia. They recently released version 8.0, which overhauls the visuals and implements real and proper physics. Version 8.1 introduces the British Royal Tank Corps. Sweet. I like how you're trying to do that all epic, but it, it's in this high voice, so it's, yeah. it just doesn't have the same weight. <laughs> Version 8.1 introduces the British Royal Tank Corps. Okay, now you're just showing off. I say that to my teacher every time. All right. <laughs> what, British Tank Corps? Of course. No, that he's showing Why off. You... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes, walk up to Joe tomorrow and say that. The British, British Tank Corps! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that game, I, besides uh, having that game, I haven't played it yet, but another guy who we're thinking about bringing on as a guest, who's one of my friends, mm-hmm. is really big into that game. So we might have oh, him thanks. talk about that a little bit about it too. So, just and it will thought. fit with today's theme, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so this is really cool. The Accessibility Arcade, the first permanent arcade created with gamers with disabilities in mind, is opening in Washington, D.C. next week. Cool! And I believe this this arcade has existed before, but it's been like a traveling thing to different uh, conventions and whatnot. So this is its permanent home now. Yay! And it makes sense because October is Disability Awareness Month in, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What a crazy random happenstance. So Xbox Music will launch on when uh, will launch on the same day as Windows 8, which is October 26th, and it will offer several different options for you. You can do a subscription, you can do free streaming with ads, and you can also listen to your music uh, in your SkyDrive storage. Um, and it'll be available initially on Windows 8, Windows Phone, and Xbox. And then they say that they're coming out with Android and iOS apps sometime in the future. So that that's just more of Microsoft trying to be, you know, all in one media center thing with Xbox. Hmm. All right. Assassin's Creed 3 will have five DLCs within six months of launch. Season Pass will get you all of them for 30 instead of 40. Note that some of the DLCs will add single-player missions such as the tyranny of King Washington alternate history and add some multiplayer content. Now I'm just curious. How much of what you just said did you understand? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Everything except DLC, so less than half of whatever I just said. (laughs) (laughs) I know Assassin's Creed 3, what's his face? Sean, American Revolution. Sean? I don't know what the character's name is. Connor, I think. Connor, whatever. Random name. Name unimportant. What matters is that he's going to be probably awesome. I hope, Sniper, please, by your power, just spin stabilization of rifles occurred around that time. I thought rifles came later, like right before the Civil War. They they were rifles, but they weren't very accurate. Okay. Yeah, they they had muskets before, and then they they got rifling, particularly for the Americans. That's what gave them one of the bigger edges in the Revolutionary War, is because of the rifling, they could actually fire accurately. And the not red coats? Well, that too. (laughs) But anyway, for those of us who don't understand what the sentence meant, um, DLCs are downloadable content, which are little packets of of, uh, bonus things that that come out after the launch of the game. And generally, you can buy them for like between $5 and $20 is kind of the normal price range for DLCs. And uh, so these these five will come out... um, Within six months of launch, they'll cost $40 if you buy them all separately, but you can buy a season pass, which will get you all of them for 30 Yep. Mm-hmm. And DLCs range in everything from a weapons pack, which just gives you a certain set of weapons to like go and do, up to brand new storylines. So like if you think mm-hmm. about Guard with Skyrim, it gives you not only a couple new skill trees that you can, with a new character, build points up into for... like. Um, Vampires and lichens, but it... lichens. Yes, like the plant things. No, L Y C A N S. Werewolves. Werewolves. Oh, why can't we just call them werewolves? Because it doesn't sound awesome enough. What? Lycanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> there. 
to with like whole new storylines and a bunch of different quests, uh, like a main quest and a bunch of different side quests pertaining to that particular thing. So it can be crazy what they involve in DLCs. All right, so we have a video which we're going to have in the design for you. Are we going to play it for him? Yes. All right. And this and time we're not going to talk during it. I, I didn't know it was playing. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, and the only thing I can deduce from this so far is that the XCOM lead designer is a terrible salesman. And by myself deducing this, I mean Mr. Buck or whoever put this up on the show notes. Yeah, I put that up. So, Ryan, go ahead and play that and let us know when you stop playing it. What is this Ryan you speak of? He's a ghost. Ryan just asked if we want the whole thing, and we'll say... Just just show as much as you think is necessary to get the point across. And I'm here at Power Gamer in Glen Burnie, Maryland. He is. And I'm just... <laughs> the to video is buffering. The comes out on October 9th. Great. Hey, welcome to Power Gamer. Well, you know what? Why don't Games. we skip it for now? And well, Ian, if you just be quiet, he'll just truncate all this stuff out. Power. What kind of games are you into? I like RPGs. You do? Yeah, I do like RPGs. Well then, <laughs> boom. This game right here, have you heard of this game, XCOM? It's a combat game, and on top of it, it's a strategy game. Right. Yeah, and on, on top of that, there's another combat game. It's like, a, it's like a sandwich of gaming. This game is sort of like the next step for shooters. You get to be the general. You're not just the soldier, you're the soldier. And then after that, you're the general. You run a base, it teaches you management skills. You choose where to fight, you like direct the entire war. It's a- I'll get all my people killed. Yeah, you will. You make big, epic decisions. It's not, it's, you know, it's this. And then, it's this. You know, they don't do those games on the big consoles very often. It's like chess with big guns against aliens. Which isn't like chess at all when I think about it. Because, like, say, like, you got to storm a building, right? Yes. But you don't know who or what's in there. Exactly. So you, you split your group up into two. We're you still talking about video games now, right? right? You ever hear about the guy who made this game, Jake Solomon? No. No. Yeah, so. <laughs> that guy was great. <laughs> and you have competition. In salespeople? <laughs> Where were you guys hearing this? I couldn't hear this at all. We, I played it on my computer. Oh. Duh. Oh. <laughs> there are ways to play videos on your own computer. Nope. Anyway, um, is, is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Yep. You're after okay. me. So, Unreal Engine won't be the only legitimate game engine for mobile for long. DICE is looking to bring Frostbite 2 to mobile platforms pretty soon. You don't understand that either? <laughs> Not a clue. Okay, well, explaining game engines is going to take a while, so yeah, let's, let's, let's just move on. Right. Basically, think it's the entire programming thing that allows the game to be built physics-wise and the whole world to be created. Sweet. Okay. There you go. See, that didn't take too long for sure. to understand sure. nothing. Okay. <laughs> Interactive trailers for Dishonored and XCOM give you a sense of what kinds of choices you can make in each game. Ooh, I'm oh, going yeah. to check that out. Dishonored! So, Sony is having trouble managing resources between the PS3 and PS4, which is supposed to be completely different from previous consoles. <sighs> so, at least we know that they're, like, working on the PS4 at this point. You know, if they're admitting that they are having trouble, uh, you know, managing resources. Anyway, um... Skyrim DLC Hearthfire is out for PC right now for $5, and of course that's the DLC which uh, allows you to build your own house and everything. Um, a lot of people have just called it The Sims in Skyrim. Yep. The League of Legends Season 2 playoffs start this weekend with the finals taking place on the 13th. So, Saturday. Very sad. I was hoping for a Friday. But it's still pretty exciting. Unfortunately, have you guys heard what's been going on with them at all? Nope, I don't care. It's it's been kind of funny. Apparently, for the fu for the final match, the internet at the place where they were at kept on dying in the middle <laughs> of their matches. <laughs> so oh, their games for the world championships, mind you, kept on lagging out, and they kept on having restart them and having to restart them and redo them. So it's been moved to a later date. I'd have to go and look up as to what date that is. Uh, if you want, okay. one of you guys wants to go and grab um, that really quick. Yeah, sure. All right. So the uh, this is mine. What? I thought you said you were looking it up and I was going on. Oh, I thought that you... Never mind. Okay, I'll go look it up. All right. So there is a new Skyrim mod 
that um, allows the entire world to look like Super Mario Brothers. So does this mean that we'll be having large Bowsers flying around everywhere? Well, as it turns out, it's not quite because the entire the entire Super Mario Brothers world that they built is kind of contained within one dream sequence in the game. So you don't you don't have you don't have just Super Mario Brothers all over Skyrim. You enter a separate world that's like a dream. Yeah. And actually, the the Bowser thing looks kind of silly, where it's just it like did. someone in a giant Bowser suit with a Bowser head that's a little off to the right, something or another. <laughs> and then they, instead of breathing fire, they just shoot fireballs at you. Yeah. And it just says on the website that the World Playoff semifinal matches has been postponed uh, sometime in the near future. Okay. But at least everybody now knows that it exists. Yes. Go us. Yay. All right. Do you want to go for the next one, Ian, or do you want to take it? Go for it. So the 25 best mods for Skyrim, according to PC Gamer. As if Skyrim wasn't cool enough, you can now make it look even more stunning. Unleash hidden magic, and who knows what else. So go and look it up. Uh, there was it was everything from what I had said. With uh, you, you get a whole brand new set of magic, which lets you do everything from like growing vines on places to sending down meteor showers. <laughs> yeah. So you can get this thing called like the badass dragon set, where you can actually get dragons that are even scarier than the ones in game. So there was a certain cap as to how strong the get, or as how strong the dragons got in game, and now this actually pushes that cap even farther up, making even scarier dragons for people who are at higher level to face off against. So like Borderlands. Yep. Badass. All right. Project Fiona, Razer's concept gaming tablet, has been approved by the community. Razer asked people to like a Facebook post if they wanted to see Fiona become a reality, and they hit the goal of 10,000 within 12 hours. Would you buy it? Well, I looked at it, and I thought it looked a lot, very, very similar to the uh, the Arcos gaming tablet that we saw that Ryan talked about back in, like, April or something, and... Then I looked at it closer, and as it turns out, they are running Windows 7 with, like, a touch-friendly UI just slapped on on top of it. And, and so they're, they're running actual games that are built for PC on an actual, like, i7 processor, which, which seems like kind of a bad idea for a tablet. Um, also, also the, the controls, you know, they've got like traditional analog sticks and buttons and everything, and they're on a couple of control sticks that are like off to the side of the tablet itself. It's not built into the tablet the way that the Arcos is. And I, I, I would much prefer having legitimate Android 4.0 or, you know, 4.1 or 4. whatever we get to in the future, um, and having it actually built in, you know. So. That controller thing off on the side reminds me of this battery pack that I used to have for my Game Boy Color when I was younger, where you could basically attach it on the back, and you could have handles instead of having to hold it like a regular thing. And it was like a regular controller, kind of with the itty-bitty screen, and you could reach all the buttons just on the regular Game Boy with your thumbs where it was. But it was it was actually kind of funny. And it was, what was that, like the Game Boy Color then? Yeah. Wow. And I, of course, had the purple see-through one. Because <laughs> you were so cool. It was so pretty. Sparkly! <laughs> Go to the next news item. <laughs> Alright, should I take this one? Or? Yeah, you're already on that one. Alright, perfect. So, a study says that when given a moral choice in a game, most players make the same choice they would have in real life. Tell that to Chad Shepard, the biggest douchebag in the galaxy, and by Chad Shepard, I mean Ian Buck. Hey, that's just uh, my character. Exactly. My real playthrough, I did nice things. As Chad, <laughs> that's just Chad, okay? But if you're making this... <laughs> but see, my point of logic was, is by this study, you should have had your... If you're going the same route as your character would have in the game, and your character's the biggest douchebag in the world, then that, wouldn't that have make you, made you the biggest douchebag in the no, galaxy? see, Chad's the not galaxy. my real character. Chad's the other character that I'm doing just to be a Chad. So you claim. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified, which is the Vita version of um, that takes place in between Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2, will not have zombies. So is it really, truly Call of Duty without zombies? You decide. Alright, this as one's good. Yeah. multiplayer. Alright, is space combat portrayed realistically in science fiction? 
According to one naval analyst, not really. And that, this is actually a really interesting article. Everybody should go and read it. He talks about he talks about like uh, Battlestar Galactica and Star Wars, and you know the areas that each of them kind of fails at in terms of space combat. Sound in space. Okay. Besides that, <laughs> torpedoes, burning air in space. Yeah. Massive explosions in space. Well, see a lot. Of, a lot of what he was talking about was not just. Um, not just like what we see, but also the way that they the way that they do combat. So like the concept of having fighters is probably not a realistic one because the reason that we have, you know, aircraft carriers in real life is because, you know, you can do different things in the air than you can on the surface of the water and it's different than on under the water. But in space, everything's just space. I'm in space. Gotta see it all. But yeah, so so the, so the, like you would have no reason to have these fighters that would go out from a an aircraft carrier like thing to fight other fighters. You know, it, it just doesn't really make sense, according to him. Uh, but yeah, silly. He it made a lot of anything. sense. Go read the article. I'll take it apart as if it was a TOK thing. <laughs> read articles, listen to podcasts. That's your job now. But I want to teach anyway. <laughs> So, that was lightning. Good lightning round. Yay. Well, <laughs> slow lightning. lightning. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. Maybe it was more of, always, though. It was more of a thunder round, I guess. Thunder round, kachiga, kachiga. And now we've invoked the Pixar reference for the day. We should just have a list of the amount of references that each of us make and see who can That's make That's Ryan's the most job. Ryan's writing stuff down. Oh. See who can make the most references in a single podcast. This reminds me of how there's a couple of writers who wrote like a, a lot of the episodes for Stargate, and they had a running competition to see who could put the most references to the Wizard of Oz in in their episodes. <laughs> and basically, it's always just O'Neill saying something really dumb. Perfect. Sounds just like us. Yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, or another interesting fight that we could have would be bad puns. I'm no. just curious as to no. how yes. that would turn yeah. out. All of our listeners. I would listen to that for the bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to my first webcast. <laughs> Put it in the survey. <laughs> I still wouldn't. <laughs> all right. So moving on to our main topic. Yep. Gaming on a budget. So, as we had said, Kellen is not really a gamer, so it's going to be our goal this time to help Kellen find a few uh, free-to-play and or cheap games that will run on any old laptop to see if we can maybe, maybe give her a few tiptoesy or, I don't know, some way to tiptoe into the water that is gaming. And also, keep in mind, so, so what we've got here that Kellen owns is Conrad, which is a an HP... What? Yeah, she named it. So, so this is uh, an HP. Uh, I don't even know what the model number is. HP Pavilion G series. Sure. Basically, this is this is nothing special. Um, it was Sun Supercell. Hang on, I'm I'm gonna go figure out what. You don't what, know what the password is. I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna figure out what its hardware is in a minute. I mean, you also, haven't shared all of your passwords yet. What kind oh, of no, couple I, are you? I changed them. Anything. <laughs> I managed to figure out the oh, uh, the password to her to her iPhone. Oh, try it now. And and <laughs> and I went and I went and changed it to one one three eight, of course. And so, oh great! Now everybody on the internet knows my favorite number. Um, <laughs> now they can hack into anything. Um, Only for you. But anyway, so yeah, I changed it to one one three eight and locked her out of her own phone for a while. And then I picked it up to call my mother for her birthday. <laughs> and I couldn't get it open. But yeah, oh, here you go. You've got it open. All right. So, so yeah, so the devices that we have here are an iPhone 4. This is the iPhone 4, right? 3. 3 iPhone th- Not even 3S. 3G. Wait. Ryan, what are the what are the different kinds of iPhones out there? Right. Well, the different the, the different kind of iPhones. You have the potential for an iPhone five, which is unlikely. You have a four S, you have a four, a three GS, a three G, and a none. I okay. I think this must be a three G. I think. Where would we, let's uh, go into the settings. What year did you get it in? Have it tell us. Uh, about two years ago. 
Man, what year is it now? That means oh. it's a... <laughs> it's 2012. It came out in 2010. It's probably okay. a 3GS or a 4. Um, hold it up to the screen, please. It's it's not... I don't... It's not a 4. That is a 4. It is a 4? Yeah, yeah, that's a 4. You First told me it was a 3-something. I thought it was a 3-something. I lied. And folks, if you want to know more about your phone, you can listen to <laughs> At The Nexus. Have a good one. <laughs> I can't hear you, Ryan. You just shameless plug. Shameless plug that didn't work. Wait, where was I going? Right, I was going to my computer. <sighs> you guys are fighting like a couple that's been going out forever already. Wow. This is going to be great. Sure. <laughs> See, the nice part about this. Ah! <laughs> She's going to kill me. With a wrist brace. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what that was. All I just heard was tap-tap, and I had no idea what the sound was. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here we go. For processor in this HP little thingy, we have the Intel Pentium uh, 2 gigahertz, the B90, B940 or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it really is. All right. So obviously we've got integrated graphics here, um, and the processor is absolutely nothing special at all. Um Luckily, luckily, we actually have four gigs of RAM, so that's not going to hold us back at all. It was on Super Sale. Yeah. When I was in the, another half of the says. state. Super Sale. It was on sale, so I bought it. Well, that means better, I was saving money, right? It, it's a lot better than the one I had last year. I that's didn't true. Netflix last year. That's true. It took a half hour to start. Hey, I have and then okay. And then her parents go and blame me. For really? it running slowly. Because funny, it started crashing after you downloaded a bunch of stuff to it. I made iTunes work just like you told me to. And then you... <laughs> that That's just, true. You know what? I decided not to make an issue with it. I just made iTunes work like she like she wanted. So, yeah. So basically, this thing is not going to run uh, intense games. Um, Sadly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, this is what we've got to work with. So let's make her into a gamer. Oh, how much hard drive space do we have? A lot. Doesn't matter. You can get external hard drives, and you can actually designate Steam now. That would not be budgeting, because then she would have to go and buy an external hard drive. Fine. Move everything up onto Google Docs that isn't (laughs) game-related. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've got 216 gigs free. It's it's all good. Okay. <laughs> Stop distracting us, Ryan. We're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> ghost, unless you're going to unmute yourself, don't talk. Be a ghost. <laughs> so, um, my initial thoughts were, of course, let's go and get Steam on here and show her a few of the free games that are on Steam, because there's tons of those. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of really, really fun ones. Here, I, I'll pull up Steam and then list off a whole bunch of... All right, cool. Free-to-play games that are good. Don't mention Spiral Lights. That one's not very fun. No, it's not. However, uh, Team Fortress 2 is a lot of fun, but I'm not even sure if your computer would be able to run that. Yeah, I'll have to test that one. Maple Story, I believe, would be able to run. It's a little side-scrolling RPG thing that looks like you might enjoy. That Uh, that one's multiplayer, right? Is it? Yeah, it's an MMORPG. Okay, yeah. Let's see, Microsoft Flight of Flight Simulator, Stronghold that, that won't run. <laughs> oh, something that I know, I'm not sure if they have it up on Steam or not, uh, but you can get Age of Empires. There's an Age of Empires. Age game. of Empires Online is on Steam. And it's free. Yep. So that's Here. I might, I might want to get into that one. Oh, uh, Tribes of Sen, you wouldn't be able to do anything just because it's that one's rather graphics-intensive. But if you get something better, that's a really good oh, free-to-play one. Tribes of Sen? No way. No way that thing's going to run on... I don't know. Realm of the Mad God, I believe you'd be able to do. Pocket Tanks. That's a good one. (laughs) No, shut up. No. I used to to have that, and I used to have it on a thumb drive that I carried with me everywhere, and I I don't know what I did with it. Um, Oh, you know what? You know what game is not listed in the the, uh, free-to-play section, but is is free-to-play on Steam? Hmm. Um, Trackmania Nations Forever. That's right. That one's a fun one, too. That one's so great. Though they, they do have a race room racing experience right here. Teaser. God, I can't talk. Yeah. Let's see, what else might... Now, the thing about free-to-play games, of course, is that 
almost all of them are going to be multiplayer because they are going to want to... Um, um, the second to the top one, yeah. That should apply to us. Wait, second to the top? No, okay, top means the bottom. Bottom. There you go. So, Dungeon Fighter Online, maybe? Oh, but so what I was going to say is um, in free-to-play games... They they will almost always get money from you by micro microtransactions, which are not obviously they're not like essential. Like you don't have to get them, um, but they you know they help and they're tempting and everything. For example, when my brother started playing League of Legends, which is free to play, um, you know they started getting all of these you know what uh, are the heroes and the skins for the heroes and everything, and they ended up spending. I think over a hundred dollars each uh, in League of Legends, and it, it wasn't even like them actively going and, get, and spending money in it. It was more people just giving them League of Legends uh, gift cards for their birthdays because that's all that they were asking for, which was pathetic. Mm. But yeah, so so if you want to play a a a game, a uh, well, that's weird. Um, if you want to play a free to play game, pick one that your friends are playing. Because it will be much more fun with your friends. Mm-hmm. Except all my friends are already gamers and have beaten every game I could possibly consider. Well, I'll play Trackmania Nations forever with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> make it a oh, day. Bad line, bad line. I, I didn't mean anything by that. I meant I will. I meant it literally. <laughs> Why does everything have to be an innuendo on this show? <laughs> Silly ghost. Silly ghost didn't get it. Let's see. Puzzle pirates, maybe. Um. Let's see. Also, also we can probably find if some like in browser games that would work. Like Rich I know, game. I know that there's. <laughs> I know that there's um a Battlestar Galactica online game that I've been meaning to check out because it actually looks like it looks legit. Like, it looks like a game that it could have come out for PC, like, I don't know, back in 2003, 2004 kind of thing. So it's not, it's not like, just like a two-dimensional, you know, piece of crap. Various little flash gaming sites can be fun, like congregate.com. Oh, yeah, that's a good is, one. Is a good one to check out. I mean, besides just having a butt-ton of games... Uh, if you're into GameStop or buying from GameStop, you'll not only get bonus rewards points for hooking up your account to your or your GameStop Power Up Reward or Power Up Rewards account to the Congregate. Oh right, Congregate, Congregate is is owned by GameStop. Yeah, I forgot about but that. Chat rooms are usually pretty chill. Uh, just I don't know. It's it's a good good place mm-hmm. to go and have some free games and have some fun lulls with people. Though my my beloved garden, which was the or the garden was the chat room that I used to frequent, I went and checked back on it today actually, and it was it seemed to be dominated by a bunch of jealous twelve year olds, and it was like, oh, <laughs> oh. I had nothing to do with it. Anyway, awkward silence. <laughs> another another um, good alternative to uh, to free to play games would be indie games because um, you know indie developers generally do what they do just for the fun of it you know for for the artsy fartsiness of making a game and fartsy uh, yeah and so a lot of, a lot of indie games are of course not very graphically intensive um, and both for the reason that they don't have the resources to make a huge game but also just because a lot of times 2d platformers, are, you know, kind of nostalgia-inducing, and you can have some different stylistic choices when you're making something like that. God, I, find, mm-hmm. I, 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 I hate all these buzzwords that I'm using. Um, buzz, 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 buzz. Anyway, Show me the honey! <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Humble Indie Bundle is a collection of indie games that you can you can go and get. Um, they are, you know, pay what you can, pay what you want, and you can also apparently decide um, where where your the money that you're paying goes to, either to the developers or to um, select charities, or you know, div- you can divide up the money that you're paying, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they're really not in this for the money. Well, I mean, they are trying to make a buck or two off of it, but they're not just like you know trying to make as much money as they possibly can off of this, um, which is kind of nice. Um, 
If if you want, I will, I, I, I will go and get you uh, Frozen Synapse because I've had a lot of fun with Frozen Synapse and uh, that one does cost a little bit of money. But, nope. but it's not we that much. It's like ten bucks. Yeah, no. Okay. But and and so I, I am willing to get that for you so we can play together, especially since that is a turn based strategy game that you don't have to be online concurrently to play together, which is Actually, really awesome. Scratch that. It's twenty five bucks. No, but that's a two pack. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes it is. So it's twelve and a half. Where's the single pack? There is none. There is no single pack. I know, isn't that the weirdest thing? But that is but that is a very clever way of spreading the game around. Mm-hmm. Like I actually originally got Frozen Synapse from Theo because he bought it and he was like, Oh look, I have an extra copy <laughs> and so he just sent it to me. Sounds good. Have you uh have you talked about the Humble Indie bundle? I yes. You, you just did. Yes. Okay. And like all the charity and whatnot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. I do listen to this show. It's just not to him that I listen to. There's a difference. Ryan, stop being a peanut gallery. <laughs> ghost has been muted. <laughs> ghost. Oh, I just remembered something. Um, on live. On live is another choice. For like, okay, so when, if you're trying to game on a budget, there's probably going to be two things that you, that are going to be limiting you: either a your hardware, the hardware that you can afford, or b the price of the games that you are willing to get, or c both. In your case, <laughs> I was going to say no, number one, money. Yeah, so <laughs> so um, on live. Um, and also just cloud gaming in general, but OnLive is the one that kind of started it all. Cloud gaming is a very interesting concept where instead of having the game run directly on your machine and using your graphics card and everything, it you you send the information of you know uh, of the controls that you're doing. So like whenever you do a keystroke on the keyboard, you know in order to go forward, you know if you're pressing pressing W or whatever, you go forward. Um, it sends that information off to the server. The server processes it, and the server is actually the one that is playing the game, and then it just streams the video back to you. So basically on any machine that can stream YouTube videos, you will be able to play video games on nowadays. What? Yeah, and obviously you have to have a good internet connection to do this, which is fine because we're at the University of Minnesota, which has awesome internet. <laughs> Not as good as Gustavus. We just got an upgrade, so be quiet. I, I've been having, like, 30 megabytes per second download speeds on Sasha, on Steam. On Steam? Yes, 30 megabytes per second. I didn't think that was possible. I thought I the Steam servers were it's that amazing. slow. Well, I, I showed you that screenshot that I took of uh, speedtest.net, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually haven't tried speedtest on Sasha yet. Um, maybe I'll do that later. But anyway, um, so on live is pretty awesome that way. Of course, it has the same the same. Um, what am I talking about? Payment payment uh, thingy model. Am I? Do my words make sense to anybody? You have to buy the games. That's what I'm trying to say. So so it's not like it's so so you know just like you buy those games on Steam and you have the games. Um, it, on OnLive, you buy the games and you own them on OnLive, and then, but then instead of you know downloading the entire application and everything and running it on your computer, OnLive, you just start up the game and it starts streaming you the video, and so yeah, that's how that works. Hmm. Um, and so that can also help with people who uh, are don't have very much hard drive space to spare. Because then you don't have to have these huge, you know, 20 gigabyte games. Ooh, yeah. And I actually do have an OnLive account. Um, the only thing I bought on there was uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. And I bought it because, like, a year ago they had this promotion thing where you, if, um, if you made an account within a certain time period, then you could buy a game for a dollar. And so I bought Deus Ex for a dollar. One dollar. Yeah, which was great. Um... Oh, are we creating an account here? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, Kaylin's creating a Steam account. That is the typing noise. Yeah, good, good, good stuff. Another good thing to maybe try out is GameFly.com. So it's uh, for the main, for most people, it's like a game renting thing where you can rent a single game 
uh, for any, I believe for mostly PC, but really for any platform from it directly. It's, I looked at it, it was like seven or eight bucks a month. However, you can also buy games and they have a lot of games on, on sale and they have some exclusive games that are free for members. So like when I went and checked it out earlier today, you could buy or you could get a membership and play both Bioshock or well, not just play, but get Bioshock and Civilization 4 for free as long as you remember. Nice. So that was really good price for two really good games. Plus, just even then, it's a month of basically owning a game and like, hey, I have this game, and then it get take, gets taken away after a month. But still, yeah, I'm pretty sure that GameFly actually started on consoles because renting renting you know console games makes a lot more sense than renting PC games. Um, for the for the reason that you know almost always when you get a, a physical PC game, you know you have to enter in a product code or whatever that can't be used by anybody else ever again kind of thing. Really annoying, you know, DRM stuff. But yeah, so for a long time, I, I thought that it wouldn't apply to me because it wasn't for PC, but now they actually have, I, they have like a digital distribution system now, right? Something. I'm not sure. I haven't necessarily completely tried it yet. Yeah. Um, you're going to want to go down to the bottom link that I put on that thing, the gamefly.com forward slash download games thing. Oh, there it is. I see it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but no, I remember when I was a kid, I, well, my parents absolutely, lo- well, not my parents. Your mom. My mother absolutely loathed video games, and with good reason. I can see why she did. Well, th- that, that's a story for a different day, though. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I could only rent video games every now and then. So we would go to Blockbuster a few times a year and rent not only the games for a console, but we would rent the console itself as well and play around on all the different consoles. So PlayStation 2 or GameCube or Nintendo 64, the original PlayStation or Xbox, it was all there. Okay, wait a minute. So they've got here on Gamefly a bunch of games that I know for a fact are, like, you have to have them on Steam in order to play them. You know, so like Civilization Five, it authenticates through Steam. Well, so, just through the disc version. This one actually authenticates through this. Like I have, I bought Crisis, uh, the Crisis Complete Pack for five bucks off of GameFly. No, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that Civilization Five is one of those games where, like, like you know how, um, like uh, Portal Two or any Valve game, you know, if you buy it, you you have to buy it on Steam. Like, there's no way around it. I'm pretty sure that Civilization V is that way because it utilizes, you know, the Steam multiplayer s- platform um, for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and I just looked at the, clicked on the thing. It says, this title is available for purchase in the United States and Canada. And with an upside-down exclamation point, which might be the Canadian way, I don't know. Um, this title installs and requires Steamworks to play. Okay, yeah. So... Okay, so I think you just install Steamworks, but you still use the Gamefly client. Okay, yes. So are are games like that available for rent? Because I know that you can't, like, uh, do something. Like, you can't get a game on Steam and then not get the, you know, unget the game on Steam. I think so, because you're going through the Gamefly client. Gamefly okay. has its own client that you download and use. And so it'll. Keep oh, so of- Steamworks isn't the full Steam client? No, it's just Steamworks. Okay, okay. Hmm, interesting. I know. Things that are facts. But are they truths? Okay, that was, needle- that was really needlessly philosophical. I'm really sorry I said that. Go away. <laughs> keep your hands away from my face. No, use the other one and do it with much more speed. Uh, she took off the wrist guard thing, so that would actually hurt her, hurt her a lot. Okay, don't do that thing. <laughs> a little bit. I shouldn't be laughing at you because you're injured. <laughs> Fine, I'll laugh at her then. <laughs> My hand only went numb once or twice today. All right. Put that wrist face, that wrist brace back on, please. Brace, 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 brace. <laughs> oh, wrist brace. <laughs> I'm very Asian. Very Asian today, guys. If you need an Asian, I'm over here. You sound more like a Brit than an Asian. <laughs> and you always sound like a Scots. Scots, Scottish, whatever. Those people. Scott. Those guys. 
there. My name is Ian, but I'm really a Scott. Oh, you know what's really funny? Cool. There is an Ian who lives here in Morris, who I met at uh, the church that I go to, who apparently has never met another Ian before. Really? Hmm. Yeah. That would be a weird feeling. I know, right? I've met uh, Elans before. Well, you're, you don't live in Morris. That's true. You know? Like, how many people are there here to meet? That's true. And for those of you who don't know, Mr. Buck and I met when we were in Focus on Fours in ECFE. So we've known each other for, oh God, 16 or 15 years, because you're not 20 yet. Hey, hey. Three more days. days. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by this then, time, we would have met, because we would have been on fo- in Focus on Fours. That's true. Whatever. Yeah. I think we're running out of things to say here. <laughs> <laughs> Especially about video games. Seeing as we reverted to ECFE. Yeah. Didn't you bring this up before on a different episode and you said like EFCE or something? Probably. Yeah. Probably on the first one. Anyway, so um I have a something that I wanted to mention that is not related to the main topic and is also not a lightning. Thing. So I'll just call it a special announcement. Um, the website Dead End Thrills. This is a really cool website that I think. Yeah, I discovered it through PC Gamer, and this guy he he basically runs games on the most ridiculous hardware possible. You know, he at using 4x rendering or 4k rendering. Sorry, 4x 4k rendering. Um, you know, the the most crazy um, texture packs available, and then he takes really cool looking uh, screenshots of these games and I've been looking at these things and they're just absolutely beautiful. Drool, drool, drool. So these things, like go on here, find some awesome uh, wallpapers for for whatever games you're interested in and they're great. Did he download all the texture packs? Probably. All the texture packs. And he uses, like, weird, like, illumination mods and obviously, like, free camera and stuff like that. But, yeah. And and he lists, like, under underneath each uh, each screenshot, like, all of the tools that he used to make this, the you know, to make the screenshot look low the way it does. So right, right now, he's been posting a lot of things from Mass Effect 3, which is awesome. Hmm. Hence, furthering the argument that video games really are an art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found a good one of uh, of Joker putting his fingers up around um, around Edie, making a little picture frame. Oh gosh! <laughs> oh, that Joker! Yeah. Oh, Batman. wow! Not Batman. I'm the Batman. Oh gosh! Besides, he. Uh, no, I'm not going to make that joke. That'd be in bad taste. Okie dokie. I don't want to know. Just something the Joker being dead already. Oh. So. Oh, okay. I get it. That joke will not be made. Okay, yes. I thought it was going to be like racist or something. No. <laughs> you kidding me? Anyway. <laughs> I want Morris. We don't need to worry about that kind of thing. I could say the same thing about St. Peter. Kind so. of, but not really. Anyway. <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, to go and take our first year survey because the Nexus is turning one years old pretty soon on in November something or other. So go to bit.ly slash TNTV dash survey. There's also a link in the show notes. So, yeah, go and take our survey. We want to know more about you, what you prefer to hear in our podcasts, and how we're doing. Give us feedback. Yes, please. Make us all that we can be. Tell us how much we suck so that we can do better. We have no illusions here. We know we're not good. Like, I know something that one of uh, our followers mentioned, who shall not be named, but you've met them. Okay. Uh, told us to stop saying, um, so much. Oh, yeah. So that'll be step number one, <laughs> is, um, no more ums. Um, I think I can do that. Good. Um, Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, good luck with that. So, this is Ian Buck. You can find me on the internet on Google+. I also have a blog, ianrbuck.blogspot.com. 
and I am on Steam as Wolf Revo. And this is Ian Decker. You can find me on Google+. Plus. Nothing fancy. I have no blags to follow up on. However, you can find me on Steam as DS underscore Bigfoot. And, Kaylin, where do you post your thingies on the Internet? I don't post your oh. thingies. That sounds really bad. <laughs> well, I'm Kaylin. You can find me on Google Plus or Facebook or whatever on Earth there is. You can Google me if you can spell my name. And That's the challenge. she's going to have a Steam account I pretty soon account. here. Okay, Ooh, awesome. Have a Steam account. We will we have friend request. Yep, we'll link to her, uh, her um, profile there once it's up. Send um, me free stuff. <laughs> I can. Ooh, do you want a train simulator? <laughs> train simulator. Farming Simulator 2013 is on sale now, and it comes with, with a, a Lamborghini. tractor. Lamborghini. No, Lamborghini. Yeah, Lamborghini. <laughs> It's gray and sexy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is this. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yes, the Nexus. We have our uh, Steam community group, um, and also our our YouTube channel that doesn't have a lot on it yet. We're working on that. Check it out. So this is Ian Buck signing off. Andy and Decker. And have a good night, y'all. <laughs> good night.